Welcome to the Ignited Life broadcast with Terrell Turner. We pray you will have a true encounter with God, receive practical teaching to encourage and lift your faith, and that you'll experience the unconditional love of Jesus. So open your heart now to receive the ministry of God's Word. So what is God saying in this season? What is God saying in this hour? What is God saying in your life? What is God saying in your home? How many of you know that is so very important that we know what God is saying? Not just what he has said, but what he is speaking right here, right now for us in this time. Amen? So turn with me, if you will, to the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's get into this. I got a whole bunch to get into you. I don't know if I'll get it all, but whatever the Lord would have you to here tonight. First Thessalonians chapter 5. What is God saying? I'll start reading, so hopefully it'll be on the screens, but let's, let's get into this. Let's go. In verse 12, and we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you, are over you in the Lord, admonish you to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, and be at peace among men, among yourselves. Now we exhort you, we encourage you, we admonish you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient towards all men, see that none render evil for evil, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves to all men. Rejoice evermore. Now how how are we doing all this? Verse 17, pray without ceasing. And in everything you can give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So number one, what God is saying is a restoration of prayer now more than ever, a strong, sincere, hot, heated, serious prayer life is vital in the life of every believer, of every Christian. Prayer, more than anything, is so necessary in these last and evil days. God is saying, I need you now to get serious about your prayer life. What does prayer do now? Prayer keeps me in touch with heaven. Prayer keeps me in tune with what God is saying, with what heaven is saying. If you've ever been to uh, an orchestra, and you see the first chair violinist come out, comes out, puts everybody in the key of E, so that every, the saxophonist, the, the trombonist, the violins, cellos, harps, everybody can be in what? Tune. So now what does prayer do? Prayer now is more than just building myself up. It's more than me just being strong. Prayer keeps me in tune with the pace of heaven. So now that my emotions stay in tune, my flesh now gets in tune, my attitude now gets in tune with what God and heaven is doing and what God is saying. Show me a person who is unruly in their flesh, I'll show you a Christian who's not praying. Praise God. So I need to have a strong prayer life. Now, y'all sitting like, like that's, that's just kind of like, oh, okay, I got that. No, but a strong, not, not your little shimmy shimmy, not your five-minute, bless me, Lord, this morning, thank you for my life, health, and strength, but a, a serious show enough prayer life. Well, now we are, we, are, we are attacking things in the Spirit of God, and, and now I'm hearing from the Spirit of God. The Bible says that those who are led of God, they are the sons of God. And so now a hot, heated prayer life whereby I maintain a strong anointing. And now I'm combating and withstanding every attack, every temptation uh, the enemy might throw my way. Somebody tell your neighbor, I need, I need a, strong a strong prayer life. Prayer life. Tell him you, you need a strong, a strong prayer, life. prayer life. 
That's what God is saying. God is saying, hey, hey, beef up your prayer time. Get a strong, sincere prayer life. What is your prayer time? Do, do you have a prayer time? Or are we just kind of flowing through the day and just kind of getting it in there when we can? Or are we just getting it in there when, you know, something we want or something that we need? No, do you have a designated set time where you go into the presence of God and you meet God and God meets you? We're in a serious time, ladies and gentlemen. And everything that can be shaken will be shaken. And we're in a battle, we're in a war. And it's not just about what's on television and we're just checking our, our news feeds and we're just going through, going to work, coming home, like everything's okay. Now, and when you get hit and the bottom falls out, that could have all been avoided by staying in prayer. <clears throat> Ephesians chapter 5. Prayer. Prayer will keep you moving in faith. Prayer will keep you moving towards the things God has called you to. Prayer. Prayer will humble you. <laughs> Prayer will kill your flesh. Prayer. God, give us a strong prayer life. God, give us a prayer life that you are pleased with. Give us a prayer life, God, that shakes nations. Give us a prayer, Father, that now when we enter into the throne of grace, heaven responds to our prayers. Not a man-made doctrine, not a man-made ritual or formula, but now I come in here to, I, I mean business. I come in now with a mission. I come now, as David said, not with sword and with spear, but I come in the name of the almighty God, the Lord of hosts. And there is no giant, no demon, no devil that with, can withstand a child of God with a strong, hot-heated prayer life. What is God saying? Ephesians 5, uh, verse 1. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us, has given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. But fornication, uncleanness, covetousness, let it not be once named among you as become saints. Oh, good gracious. He said that's named among the saints, y'all. Neither filthiness, foolishness, Jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For this you know that no whoremonger, no unclean person, covetous man who is an idolater, have any inheritance in the kingdom of God and of God. Now these things are found in the Bible. Isn't it amazing? These scriptures are still, they didn't get taken out. They're still there in, in the New Testament. He says, but in verse 1 he says, but be ye followers of Christ. Now that word followers translated in the Greek means imitators. Well now how am I supposed to imitate Christ? Through the love of God. Verse 2, walk in love. So God is saying number 2, love like never before. Now when you operate in love, God's way of loving, well then all the the uncleanness, the fornication, the jesting, the foolish talking, the idolatry, all that gets removed. How? Because now when I come into a, when I come into contact and have a serious encounter and an experience with the love of God, he burns all that stuff out. I can't con continue to willfully and intentionally sin because now I have a real relationship and a real working understanding of the love of God. 
And now that in turn causes me now to operate in that same love towards everybody else. But God is saying, I need you in these last days, in this season, to take your love to another level, to love like you've never loved before. You thought you've gone as far as you can in your love, but God is saying, no, there's a deeper level. There's a greater understanding of my love that I have for you to share with everyone else. Love like never before. But God, I'm tired. He, he didn't get tired on us. He, he didn't get quit on us. He didn't get fed up with us. He didn't kick us out. He said, so love just like Christ also have loved up and did what? Gave himself for us in sacrifice. He says, this love that I'm calling you to, it's going to be a sacrifice. Because that one person or that one child or that one situation seems to be an irritation to you. But God is saying, I need you now to give me not a sacrifice of praise, but a sacrifice of love. Love like never before. I need you to love in this generation. Love in these days. He says in verse 6, but let no one deceive you with vain words. We're talking about, well, hey, hey, oh, you know, Jesus is my buddy. He's my pal. Oh, grace got you. You don't have to ask forgiveness. No, he said, don't, don't be deceived by vain words. He says, because the wrath of God comes upon the children of disobedience. Oh, God's not a wrathful God. God's not a God of anger. He's not an angry God. He's a, he's a loving God, and, and that he is. He is a loving God. He is a just God. But I, I'm here to tell you that God, he's fed up with the wicked. I got a few amens here, and I think one back there. He's, he's fed up with the wicked. And God is ready for his children to serve him in spirit. I'm getting there. And serve him in truth. To worship him in spirit and to worship him in, in truth. And now when you come to God, there's nothing holding back. But Father, I give all of me, not some of me, not part of me, but everything. Tell your neighbor, love. love. Like, never before. like never before. So go to the next level in your love. What you've done before. Go greater. Go to the next level. Ask Father God, how do you want me to love this person? How am I to demonstrate to this person? I've tried to reach, but my reach didn't reach last time. God is saying, I want you to go again, but this time I'm going to give you new direction. It's what he's saying. Love like relentless love, a pursuit, a not giving up love. When Jesus came after you, he came with everything. He said, I'm coming after you right now. You in that club, I'm, here I am. Here's my grace, here's my mercy, here's my love, here's my affection, all for you. And God is saying, I need you to demonstrate that same intensity with that husband. Reveal that same intensity with that boss man. Love with that same intensity with that uncle, that aunt. Love like never, ever, ever before. Praise God. Verse 11, he says, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but reprove them. There he is. Walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Redeeming the time because what? The days are evil. Every time you turn on the news, it's, I encourage you sometimes, don't turn on the news because it's, this happened and this happened. And many just grips and grieve your spirit. If you can't tell now, Jesus is coming back. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Well, how do we redeem the time? Go, go to Colossians chapter 4. Colossians chapter 4, verse 3 through 5. Colossians chapter 4. God is saying, I need you to have a strong prayer life. 
Every, everyone in here can take their prayer life to another dimension. Amen. Including myself, praise God. Love, take love to the next level. He says, verse uh, 3 in Colossians 4, with all praying also for us, that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I also am in bonds. I also am in jail. I'm in, I'm in shackles. That I may make it manifest as I ought to speak, walk in wisdom toward them that are without, redeeming the time. Verse 5, we have to walk in wisdom to those who are without. Let that verse sit and marinate your spirit. Walk in wisdom with those who are without. How many times? You don't have to raise your hand. How many times do our flesh get irritated with someone because they did something stupid or they did something that irritated you, did something to tick you off, whether it cut you off in traffic, said something about you, made some stupid comment to one of your posts or did something, and you fly back off and respond in your flesh. But God says, hey, I need you to walk in wisdom with those who are without. Quit responding in your flesh. Quit acting like a carnal man or a carnal woman. Quit acting like the world. He says, now walk in wisdom. Redeem the times. Be wise. He says, be wise. And Satan devices why? Because it's the little foxes that are trying to eat and nibble at your harvest and nibble at your vine. And there's a big old harvest field, a big picture over here, and you can't see it because all you see is what he said and what he did and what he didn't do. Walk in wisdom. But we, we back up here, he says, uh, in verse 3, that God would open unto us. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that you were uplifted, encouraged, and challenged in your faith. And we'll share this resource with friends and family. You can find and connect with us on social platforms at The Ignited Life. You can also find great resources and content to fuel your everyday life. Visit our website, ignitedlife.org today. And while there, if today's message touched you and you'd like to support this ministry financially in reaching the lives of others just like you, click the Give link at ignitedlife.org. We thank you. And please join us again for the Ignited Life broadcast. And remember, your best days are ahead.